0: This podcast is a Bendy Gedig Media production. Hello, I'm Michael Sheen and you are listening to a Touchline Rant podcast. Forty-one, ever touchline Run podcast. I haven't said that in a while. It's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, it's been so long that it actually it seems like to be a blessing because it's allowed Steve, newly father of two Steve, who's constantly busy and exhausted, to be on this week. So say hello, Steve.
1: Hello. I'm there he is. Totally fine
0: and awake um, it's good to have you back um also Hi, back man. this week is is nathan it's been a while hello it's been a minute it it's has been right, a people. minute yeah it's been a minute um um as as is usual with done very little prep work for this um i want to get the first thing out of the way what how the fuck is frank Lampard got another job how's that happened <laughs> how how has it happened I listen I,
1: I was listening to I was listening to something the other day and uh they made this amazing point that if somebody had like left the planet uh three years ago and then come back now they would have been like oh isn't it amazing Chelsea and Crystal Palace stuck by their managers mm, yeah but yeah in fact <laughs> fucked them off and then brought them back again inexplicably although not not obviously we will give Frank Lampard his due but just while we're talking about it what the, what the hell has happened at, at Palace um, with Roy Hodgson what the hell's happened there but he's Frank, come Frank,
0: back what it seems like is he's come back and it's been akin to like when Robbie Williams rejoined Tape. That. that's what's happened oh, he's taken off he's, he's Go got on. him yeah he's got him humming Again. It's like it's like rock DJ, you know. Well, he's up. definitely shown Frank Lampard that to be a top manager, you need more than a celebrity wife and a nice free kick. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Roy Hodgson's a proper a proper. The problem is, is that Roy Hodgson just needs to be left the fuck alone. Just, just God, let him retire. Oh my God, leave him be. The man is going to be
1: walking in and out of Selhurst Park with a bloody minder or or walker <laughs> yeah. soon enough. Because how the hell is he going to get about? Do you know who else that? needs
0: a fucking minder? Is whoever employs managers at Chelsea? It must be Bowley signs that off. It's such a big thing. Like he's he's.
2: But did you hear the rumor it? that they apparently took advice from James Corden on it? What are you fucking joking? That's... I read something. Round about the time of the appointment, and it was along the lines of, like, they'd had a conversation with him or something, and, like, they'd had his input into the the appointment. Okay, right. If you could see
1: both mine and Luke's faces while you were saying (laughs) that, it was just, basically, it was, like, just jaw drop like what the fuck is yeah, happening. A couple of things. This is the most game-gone thing I've ever heard, and it's not even particular.
0: It's like football adjacent. And well it's you can gone. tell that Chelsea are now owned by a North American just by that sentence. If you didn't well, know yeah. the nationality of the owner of Chelsea, just saying, oh listen, when they were employing their manager, they had a word with James Corden. Oh, he's American then is he? Um because they put up with people like that in America. That's what it is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um why James Corden? A he's a West Ham fan. Yeah, did they sound him oh, out? Well? Yeah. Did they sound him out? Well? Did they oh. did, did they or did they just happen to have it? Must have been a he's
1: kicking about situation rather than him seeking it out because that doesn't make any sense.
0: No. Maybe
1: as a West Ham fan, he's done it to sabotage Chelsea because he, you know, needs Possibly, them. Yeah. Rocking down the bottom to give West Ham another club to. It's the only way I'll up.
0: give James Corden any credit is if that's what he's done, because yeah. like it just seems like yeah, it's just so weird. Like at what point, as as someone said, or oh, do you know? What I want to ask before I make my mind up. Let me run it past James Corden, and or have it's they brutal. just bumped into each other? And he's and Corden's gone. You could do worse than getting Frank back in. <laughs> do you know? What I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's, should I... we set shall we set the scene? Do you want to be James
1: Corden or Todd Bowley?
0: Oh god. <laughs> it's like Sophie's choice. Um this is I'll be Bowley. Okay, I'll be I'll be Corden. We've got
1: to try and do as best accents as we can, okay? Oh for fact's sake. Right, so funny? this is this is their this is their meat cute in a bar in California, say. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, so I'm going to assume that Bowley is at the table already
0: of James. Probably, or, I I or actually, what I think makes it better is if Bowley walks past James Corden and James Corden just reached out and tapped his arm and went, "Todd, Frank," <laughs> <laughs> just as he's walking to his table, and then he sat down. And he's just gone. James Corden just said, "Told me to get Frank Lampard back in, and all the people around the table." The yes men, sycophants, yeah, just gone. Yeah, great idea, Todd. Great idea.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that what is a Todd. fantastic idea. You have to do that <laughs> right away. Oh my! Did he really say James Corden is a visionary man? Oh my God! Can you believe that? Wow, yes, absolutely. Todd, <laughs> do it immediately. I mean, just call him. Why don't you
0: call him on the phone now? Surely you've got his number. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that is how I imagine it going in my head, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> um, yeah. It's so it's, it's that, that statement has made my mind go so many different places, Nathan. You have what you have. That's going to be my my brain. That's my
2: contribution for
0: the night, so I'll um, yeah him well, also know, heard, time. I also, heard Always leave one
2: I also
1: heard that Todd Bowley um, did uh, a classic b- bullshit chairman move of um, giving a team talk in the dressing room. Mm. Um, well, When I say team talk, I believe it was a dressing down post any of the defeats that they've had in the last four games since Frank Lampard's taken over uh which is which is just no another one needs step, it another the, step no. closer to madness for them really. Um the, the good the, the only
0: good thing about Abramovich leaving Chelsea, the only good thing that's come from it is that before we all used to hate Chelsea. Um because they've done what clubs do in that there's a they get a lot of money and then they start winning stuff and then they start banging on about how they were always massive. Chelsea were a mid-table club, that's not you know that's not up for debate. I'm, but I do apologise, Chelsea fans. I've got nothing really against you, but now not only is it is it fun to hate them, which I know they enjoy people doing, but they're shit. So they they've got nothing like. Back. Like they are...
1: They're shit <sighs> with one of the most expensive squads in the world.
0: And they like any Chelsea fan that made fun of forest sign-ins needs to have a long look at themselves.
1: Did you hear all the rumors about um like uh Baddy Achille and stuff in changing outside of the changing rooms because there isn't
0: enough room? It wouldn't surprise like they because, there is... because
1: there's something there's what supposed to be 25 in a squad, right? So they've got uh They've got space for twenty odd in in a in a, in a for the match day squad. They're changing rooms, but even that, because they've had to rotate it so that not all of the players that are in the squad are in the prem match day squad or the or the Champions League's match day squad. Yeah. They haven't got enough spaces for everyone, so some of them are just like, can you imagine being a- Stanford Bridge on probably hundreds of thousand pounds a week and having to sit down on the floor in the corridor to put your boots on like you're playing yeah. a doll in Leckwith.
0: Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it so is. The, the, the problem with, with Chelsea is i watched I watched them play recently and I've forgotten players were there. Left, right and centre. Like, not just one either. Do you know what I mean? Not, not just one, like a few they brought when during when this when they played Spurs and they brought Fafana on. I was like, oh my god! I
1: don't know, but which one? Where's the yeah, Fafana exactly. or the the one up front? Exactly. Yeah. There, uh, So, a friend of mine the other day uh, sent message in our WhatsApp group saying, um, uh, thought experiment here that I heard from somebody else. Can you name what you think Chelsea's best eleven is? And I have a feeling that there will all be different. Yeah. Yeah. And he was right there was four of us in the group we all did it and none of us named the same 11 players most you know of which most of which had at least four differences
0: there's a problem with the the with it that I don't I'd struggle I would struggle well,
1: I said I didn't even know their whole squad because no, I was going to say I, I, couldn't I, couldn't. I couldn't
2: even tell you the Chelsea squad at the moment right? no some of them were
1: I uh, like some of the
0: players Hang
1: on and I was like who the hell's that
0: okay right we need to have a go here this is what I'm going to try and name a Chelsea 11 so Kepa... <laughs> Who plays right? Rhys James. Yeah. So you've got Thiago Silva, Badia, Fafana, um, I'm sure I'm missing out. Is Aspia Quetta still there? Yeah, just he okay. didn't quite didn't quite get to Barcelona yet. Chillwell left, but you, people are gonna. You, Nathan, you're gonna have to. Um, what what defenders are we missing here? Are there any screeners? Yeah, yes. Pudubali, Yeah, Back, I forgot he was there completely. Um. Yeah, because you got you who you, you put who to play in the middle? Kovacic, Kovacic can take the back.
2: Kukurella,
0: uh, oh, yeah,
1: Kukurella as well, yeah. Kante's just come back, you've got Enzo Fernandez. Um, I guarantee Chimel.
0: you, I guarantee somewhere <laughs> yeah. David Luiz is in that dressing room somewhere and they're like, you? <laughs> And no one's bothered to mention? No him. one's
1: noticed, it's like, where's Wally? He's just yeah, they there just, and yeah. no one's yeah. spotted him because they can't find him.
0: Walking past Pete Players in the dressing room, just being like, Oh, you still here, is he? You're like, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> players we signed? He probably signed that, but he's back again. Yeah. Let's um, this, this, this move away from Lampard. Oh, actually, let's not move away from Lampard and Chelsea because I want to ask a question. Um, I'm going to aim this question at Nathan. Because of where Brighton have remained since Potter left yeah. and the fact that Potter got it wrong, does this... Do, does it lessen Graham Potter as a coach? Or is it just a case of Potter is just what happened to be at Brighton, which is a well run club, and they hire managers specifically for their team? So you know, rather than let someone coming in and moulding it, they bring someone in and go, This is how we play. This is what we do. We sign young players, we make them better.
2: Yeah. I think there's a couple of across the, the board with teams and managers and the timings of sort of potentially managers moving to clubs and I think that hits the nail on the head with Brighton where yeah, they don't sort of bring in like, you're not going to bring in Sam Allardyce here, even if you're in the shit, to to manage Brighton. At the moment, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, if you're bringing Roy Odson back, you're bringing Sam Allardyce back and and things like that, but
0: I'd love Sam Allardyce to come back to the Premier League. I sometimes lie awake at night hoping for his return. <laughs>
2: Very a... fearless, uh,
0: but Yeah, I yeah. think it's
2: it, I think the the Chelsea move was probably the maybe the right manager wrong club. You know, yeah. with the, like I think if he'd gone to like I right, I know you've got Arteta there and stuff like that, but arguments sake, like you put Potter in at Arsenal. Potentially, you've got a different outcome to it just because of the way the clubs are run, the personnel there from a backroom staff point of view as well as a playing staff point of view. They might potentially that it's a completely different outcome for Potter.
0: Is 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 Chelsea just like a fucking poison chalice as <laughs> well? No. I don't know. I, I think I think you know
1: what Nate said about Brighton is right. I, I think they. I heard some um, stories about Tony Bloom recently and what he's obviously done with taking over Brighton. And he obviously has got the other clubs like Union Saint-Groës in Belgium. And I think there's another one somewhere in Europe that he's got. But, you know, Union Saint-Groës are doing well in the Europa Conference, I think, or is it the Europa League at the moment? um, You know, well, because they're a well-run club.
0: Mm like a club like and as well and and things like this this level of a club
1: they have a model mm. and they sign players and managers and anyone to, to do with the football inside of the business because it's a business he treats it like a business to fit that model it's mm. never the other way around they will not apparently deserve he has been on their list as a replacement for potter for two years like they've yeah. known about him and wanted him. He's been their first choice for years because they identified him early on as, a, as, a, as someone who does what they would want to do. And clearly it's worked. Like clearly they're, 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 their analysis is, is top draw because it's, they're smashing it. problem and that I have,
0: we, it only works up to a point. The first club that I think of when I think of what Brighton have done is Swansea. Remember when Swan, the Swansea went through? Was, Swansea went through a phase, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They brought managers in to fit a system
1: but and then it, they, but then they got it into stopped the working. They, then they got into the desperation phase of trying to stay in the Premier League, and then they basically just shit the bed and hired Bob Bradley,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and had a mess. And and you got to hope that base, basically all clubs need to guard against that that uh, sort of panic uh, reaction of shit in the bed and, and hiring a. Tony Pulis or Sam Allardyce when they think they're in trouble because that's that's what separates them and that's what will make them
2: Well look at Forrest you know, now. You know, Forest could quite easily just go you're done. Bring somebody yeah. in to try to rescue the back end of this season. But mm-hmm. they're sticking by him and I well hope if they go down I hope they stick by him and give him that chance to rebuild and bring it back up again, you know. Burnley because...
0: did it with Dyche. Burnley yeah. stuck by Dyche despite relegation. He brought them back up. He And he kept them there for years and years and years.
2: Absolutely. And
0: every year that they stayed there, it was an achievement. He got them to Europe. Do you know what I mean? It's ludicrous, yeah. yeah. Burnley. Um, but a club that just to sort of... I, I I never let a segue pass. When I notice one, I never let it pass. I strike. A club that reminds me very much of Swansea when they shook the bed and got Bradley in is Leeds United at the minute. Leeds United are... Uh, Absolute, well, their car crash viewing every time, you know, the, the amount of goals that they've. They shipped.
1: are a hot mess. They are an absolute are a hot mess. mess. And
0: I don't mind reveling in it because I can't stand Leeds. Leeds, um,
1: the four games Leeds have had in April, mm. their aggregate score is 16 uh, 5 against.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Um,
1: Which, even if you average that out over the four games, they would have lost every game 4 1 and a bit. So it's quite amazing that they actually got three points out of that, to be honest, with the 2 1 win over Forest. Um, But other than that, it was a 6 1 loss at Liverpool, a 5 1 loss at Palace, and a 4 1 loss at at, uh, Arsenal. I mean, they haven't had an amazing. I mean, you take those games. You look at those fixtures and you go, fair enough, Arsenal and Liverpool scored 10 past you. You can't really. You know, you, you'd like to think you'd have a little bit more about you. You've still managed to score a goal, but shipping 10 is never a good thing against two top clubs. Um, beating Forest is obviously huge, but losing 5-1 to Palace at home mm-hmm. is
0: just the shoddy. Is they didn't for Roy. All roads tonight point back to Roy Hodgson. You're yeah, a wise old owl. He is. He's just... He's, new to, he's He's actually a very talented. He is a talented manager. He just needs to be left alone. Do you know what I mean it's like when Newcastle brought back Bobby <laughs> Robson, and you're like, okay, he did well there, but he has earned a rest. Yeah, I mean?
1: that's it. Earning a rest, isn't it?
0: It's yeah. Like
1: Warnock being at Huddersfield as well. Yeah. He must. I, his wife must be fuming. Or, as he always says, his wife is sick of having him in the house. That's why he does it.
0: But Yeah, this is what I mean. I wonder if it is the case of just that stuff like that. Like, does does Roy Hodgson... Is Roy Hodgson actually desperate for rest? Or does is he just a workaholic? But he doesn't strike me as a... Warnock strikes me as a man that literally, you know, he gets younger every day he works.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have the energy of a 70-year-old man, does he? Like, or whatever age he is. Like, he's got the energy... Neil Warnock to me looked forever like fifty.
0: He's, yes,
1: like he looks brilliant. He looks the day. same now as yeah.
0: he's always done. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's but yeah, Roy odds Honestly, Hodgson looks like close to death a lot of the time. He's he's not looking good, but he's getting these results for some reason. This man, he is a proper wizard.
1: He is a wizard.
0: He's, I mean, I that's don't going to know. be the
2: key I, for them, though. Now, isn't it? In the summer, it is the right appointment again? Though, then
1: I will say that Palace have had an amazing. I mean, yes, okay, they've done really well, but was was uh, was Roy's first game Leicester? Did yes. they, they sacked Vieira just before the international break? Didn't they?
2: I believe. There I was his the last game. The last got game. Got the
1: Arsenal game. do good break. Yeah, so if that's the case, he these last Palace's last game was the Arsenal game. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in twelve. He didn't win in twelve games, Vieira. So that's no wins in 2023, and he had five draws in that time, seven losses. Since he's gone and Palace and brought Hodgson back, they've had three ones, three wins. However, they have been against Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton.
0: Yeah, they are,
1: and they've really- got Everton. Oh man, they've got such a good they've run. Got a lovely run. They've got Everton, Wolves, West Ham, and Bournemouth. And the second to last game is Spurs. That's their hardest game.
0: Uh, Bournemouth, cheeky little Bournemouth. Um, it's not. That's not an easy game. But their run is probably the best running. You just, oh, Liverpool. They- Liverpool have yeah. also got very good running. Um, but Nathan raises a good point, because what do they do in the summer? The Palace, if this run, if this continues and the results come in, Roy Hodgson is probably sat there going, it's, just you, you've brought me in at a good time. That's all you've done. They're good fixtures. These are good players. You don't brought give me, in me a
1: permanent contract. I don't want it. I yeah, want to And retire. they're just
0: like, out of an envelope, there's a white piece of paper sliding it across the table. And he's like, it's, it's a... Wait, I'm sorry. that." <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You have though, as
2: as the the board at, at Palace, you've got to be looking at going. Look, right, just put a figure on it, and yeah. we'll
0: see what happens. Yeah, just see what, just to see where we go with it. <laughs>
2: but, but surely, it's
1: it's count. It, it it's makes the board
0: productive going forward into the yeah, future. Yeah, but it,
1: it makes the board look like mugs. Surely, <laughs> if your
2: football club
0: because relies they, on Roy Hodgson, it's probably a badly run football club.
1: Yeah, they they sacked Hodgson because they wanted to have this like revolution, and then they got rid of all his aging players, and they revamped the squad. and Vieira oversaw like the influx of like twenty new players and ten out or fifteen out or whatever, and they've got this insane young squad with all this incredible attacking talent. And yet Hodgson's in there now doing bits with it, but that's not what that's not what he that's not how it was supposed. That's not the story. That's not what they wanted it to be. Vieira, this young up and coming manager, strong, put strong ties to London. You know, like bring him
2: in. Yeah, great, it started well, but. It's
1: a a fancy, but they, they look, stupid. They, they look stupid. they look stupid. Yeah, they, we were yeah, talking about managers stupid. in the
2: the office today, and stuff and sort of bits and pieces and varying sort of managers and how you build a career now as a young manager, and especially when there's been a player and maybe a successful player. And Rooney's name came up. Yeah. You know and. Because the question was, you know, does he go to Everton in the summer? No, you know, and what's the situation there? Is that, and so, no, you both shaking your head, and that was exactly my reaction of just no, unless they're in the Championship, and then maybe. But yeah. No, yeah, but not not even
0: otherwise. then, you've got Dyche, and I think Dyche is more than capable of doing a good. Like Dyche, Dyche if will if they, if smash Everton, the Championship with if everything go down. Dyche's, Dyche's only on is a temporary, the
2: temporary, isn't he? He's only been. He hasn't signed a permanent contract, has he?
0: If 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 they are in a position where he keeps them up, oh, absolutely. I I can't see it. see with Palace. I find it difficult, but that's because of Hodgson's age. But with with Daich, I don't see an a, an outcome of their season where I don't think the I, the best thing to do is keep Deich in charge.
2: Yeah, no. So, I you think, mean, he's I think if, you, if you look at the like the table as it is and everything, you know, with. You know, Southampton are probably gone.
0: Yeah, so um, I think...
2: yeah. Leicester are struggling. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it is going to be, I think, between Forest, Everton, Leeds is near for the drop, really.
0: E- I think. That,
2: it, the... So you look at yeah, looking at the table,
1: looking at the table now, you've got Southampton. Rock bottom on 23, Leicester on 25, Forest on 27, joint points with Everton on 27, and then Leeds on 29. Above that, everyone has 31 points or more. Um, every all those bottom five as well are also on 31 games, West Ham have 30 and 15. So, yeah. you know, you, you it's hard to say that everyone keeps saying Southampton are dead and buried and it's hard to see past that when you watch them play because they are like abysmal but actually mathematically you know they're only four points from safety Mm -hmm. and we've seen we've seen teams with worse deficits recover from that oh absolutely in the past um and I think that's that's yeah, I think it's tough. It is it, really tough. I think, like you say, I think at the beginning of the season, I don't think anyone would have seen Leicester or Southampton in the bottom two. Um, I think everyone was basically saying Bournemouth and probably Forest and and maybe Leeds, because Leeds, you know, have struggled a lot recently and no one, yeah. you know, Marsh, Marsh saved them by the skin of his teeth last season. Um
2: I think didn't a few of us chuck Everton in our predictions just because Lampard was there?
1: I think yeah, they may. that mate. wouldn't surprise me as well. That, you know, I
0: don't think it's that far. Not that far off the fact that soon Super will be the pre-season predictions. And so much time has elapsed, I've forgotten what most people said. To be honest.
2: Oh, I, I genuinely can't remember. But I'm yeah. sure now looking at it and thinking back, I'm sure a few of us said... I think if we would have said Lampard would probably be the first manager to go, but I'm sure we said that he, they'd be hovering at least.
0: I can remember. I, I can probably. remember. I can only remember one thing that was said. So I'm quite interested to see what the the, the teams that we picked to get relegated, um, because I'm pretty certain most of us will have said Fulham. And I was going to say know. I'm
1: pretty. I I almost forgot who the third promoted team was there, and remembered it's Fulham just purely because they're doing so well. Yeah. Um, obviously yeah. they they hit the beach quite early. Um, but that result against Everton is, as kind of, you know, feel, feels like they've uh, lulled they lulled Everton into a false sense of security by being shit for like three games, and then they've just turned up at, at Goodison and, and the spanked through past time. them. Yeah. They yeah.
0: turned up at the right time with against the right team. Yeah, it be, Yeah, it's yeah. Um, before before we we wrap things up. Remiss of us not to talk Manchester United, with three yeah. United fans being on of course. Um, the podcast. I would suggest uh, up and down we've had it of late compared to, I mean, not yeah, early early season, um, but that Liverpool result certainly put a dampener on things, um, and the Newcastle result, I would say. Yeah, and the Newcastle.
2: Result.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But all in all, I mean, the, the thing that I come at football with now is it's just when people get so. People love to get. Obviously, they get annoyed when they watch their team lose because no one wants to see their team lose. Um, okay. There is a lot will say, I don't mind them losing, provided they play all right. I think it's a of shit. I think a lot of that is a blaster from a lot of fans.
2: Oh, absolutely,
0: yeah. Because yeah. you've got... well I've seen you not know, play well and lose. It annoys me more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The result... The game against Forest, though, I must say, there was some very nice goals scored in that game. Yeah. Um, the, what, the thing that pleased me the most about that game, though, was seeing Anthony do more than just Cut in and and curl one in on his left.
0: Well, I, you know, scoring
1: really a scoring a scrap scrappy little bundling goal, and then that pass he played through for Dallow was something else. Like, yeah, he's a great player. He no, is a not, great player. He's. I'm coming round. It still my, worries I'm, me though
2: with the Chuckle Brothers at the back. Like that, you know, for the next couple of games when we haven't got Varane. There, yeah, yeah I am a bit worried Martinez that, out and stuff. I just I'm worried about Sevilla.
0: On Thursday yeah. now, I, I I'm worried and I'm not worried because I, I mean don't,
1: I don't see us doing Brighton now in the semi-finals of the FA Cup.
0: I didn't see us. Well, we the problem is is on paper obviously and all these things. You know, it's not great having Mc and Lindelof at the back uh, on the other side of things. Very few people complain about Harry Maguire in England shirt. Very few because Ari Maguire is. Is you know, but, he, but I think he, they can play completely different a formation
2: football, as well, though, don't they? And they, well, they, they play it, to sort of protect him a little bit with the formation it, that they play. I think it
0: helps. Uh, if, if if Harry Maguire was that bad of a footballer, he wouldn't be in the England team. England are arguably the yeah. best international team in world football. I would mm. suggest. I know Argentina won the World Cup, but England, on their day, with the players that they cannot pick, do you know what I mean? Like there's players you can't get in that side. Mm. Because, um,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm an England fan and I would say that France have a way, way better squad. I mean,
0: I'd say France's third I don't think it's choice way 11 is
1: better than the third choice 11 is
0: But I mean, then you'd argue, it, I, what I'm going from is because you'd argue then Argentina have got potentially the better because they lead players that you would ordinarily say, well, he has to go because of how many players they have. Yeah. Um, what I like about the England side right now. Is very much like the Welsh squad. It's a squad, it's a team. It's, do you know what I mean? It's, it's,
1: yeah, it's one of the most likeable England team squads I've seen for a number of years. Uh, There isn't too many, I mean, even players like Jack Grealish that some people can't get on board with, like generally, I think he's a pretty likeable guy. and, And even what he does in football is, you know, pretty joyful. And, you know, you hear some of the stuff outside of it. I mean, yeah, he's got a bit of a reputation for being for being, you know, a bit stupid. But you know, there's all that lovely stuff around him with his sister and you know, the stuff he does for charity. I think, you know, and a lot there's a lot of the boys that are like that. I think it's they're in a good position to be Yeah, uh, and as well like on
2: top of that as well, I'd quite happily not be able to count to three if I could Play like he does and earn the money that he does. <laughs> yeah. you know? So, if you want to call me thick, call me thick. Like, but if you're going to pay me two hundred yeah. grand a week to kick a ball around for ninety minutes and do a bit of training, you know, Monday to Friday, nine till twelve or something, crack on. I don't care. You know.
1: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. it's <laughs> But yeah, like no, I know what you mean. Me... Though on a, on a serious note, I I do get what you mean with like the yeah. the stuff that gets said about him and stuff.
0: But I think a lot of it is you know, the, the, a lot of criticism of players is is so over the top. Um, Maguire's made mistakes, but then, you, you know, it, it, again, it, the biggest thing we've talked about over the years on this podcast is the constant thing of, we need to remember these people are people. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. they're no different. Speaking of speak like, I've sat down with someone who was a Premier League footballer. Do you know what I mean? i played at the highest level, played for his country, but couldn't get higher in this country. He is just a, a run-of-the-mill Bloke, well, there's nothing right in the middle about him, but he's just a normal <laughs> bloke. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There is, there is, it, it, there's, these players suffer from everything that everybody else does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, um, oh, absolutely. And yeah. also, a lot of the ones who are world class as well um, live such a sheltered world in a sheltered universe. Do you know what I mean? And it's. Mm. I do feel sorry for Harry Maguire. Like I really I, love actually, that. I do. I rate Harry Maguire as a player. I really I love rate. that
1: that thing where the, the there's been loads of stuff about Man about Phil Foden and apparently a lot of the, the Man City squad take the Mick out of him because he loves fishing, and he yes. goes fishing on the regs with his dad and stuff, and it's like he's a boy from Manchester. Like, what do you expect?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, these just normal people. It's, it's just. But the another thing I, we we are sort of pushing it on time, but. One hundred percent, it is. We are we are worse off for not having Martinez and Varane. One hundred percent. One hundred percent is I, worrying. I agree. Same, the fact that obviously we don't have Marcus Rashford that cannot be.
1: No, but, well, yeah. I think That's, Ten Hag's been quite coy about him maybe being available for the FA Cup, but. Uh,
0: I I have a feeling that Rashford.
1: Which leads me to believe he might be back, but it. it, it as a friend of mine said, United are buggered without Varane and, and Martinez, and they're going to be completely reliant on the the attacking players doing the business and scoring more goals than we concede, which yeah, has just, never hasn't really been a strong suit of ours even up until this point with the success that we've had.
0: The only thing um, I would say about it that, that this team is is because I I, I take the. When I hear that Ten Hag is not really talking about Rashford and sort of being a bit like, oh, we'll see, we'll see. What I think it is is that they know, I think Rashford is injured. I think it's something that he could potentially play on with, but they don't want to make it worse and they're managing mm. it. Because yeah. it, it, when Martinez was out, he's just out. That's it, done. He's out. You know, really, oh, yeah, he'll be true. out for the season. For run, it'll be a couple of weeks. Da-da-da. Well, what's up then with Rashford? Is it really bad? Like we would know, sure, we'd know more information. Yeah,
1: you got a point there.
0: This is so it makes me wonder: is there something? And they're just like, well, he could, you know, he did it before. It just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in June we see Marcus Rashford going in for surgery for something. You know, yeah, definitely
2: <laughs> managing it because that's the problem that I think there was a lot of backlash with Rashford and there from certain sectors of United fans previously of he's shit, he's lost his Selim, where he was genuinely playing through injuries. He wasn't
1: 100%. And
2: I think Ten Hag and the staff that are there now recognise that and realise that you've got to manage certain players through those injuries and through these points in time where, yeah, we can play him, but if he goes a bit shit, it's going to cause more... It's going to cause wider issues then for the squad... Yeah. Like you said, they're people at the end of the day. So when you, you know, they're going to oh, get exactly. stuff online that they don't necessarily <laughs> they don't deserve or need or want.
0: Oh, it's ridiculous. You know, they, yeah. they literally are going out there and they're doing their utmost every week in, week out to try and do their job well and yeah. to entertain the fans. And by and large, what they get for it is a load of shit. I wouldn't do it. There's no way I'd do it. I, I yeah. do, it's it's, to, I just... No part of me feels as though being in the pub in any way, shape or form is a good thing. It's just, I just can't be bothered with it all. Do you know what I mean? This is why Mm -hmm. I rejected the world tour and all the fame and fortune that they gave me. I went, no, I, I, fuck it. I'm having none of it. You just want to keep to those humble roots, don't you, mate? I do. I'm I'm, (laughs) be proud. Um, I,
1: uh, I just wanted to have a little, give a little mention to um, Manchester Manchester United women. Who yeah. uh, reached their first FA Cup final by beating Brighton three-two? Um, an exciting game. Um, uh, yeah, they'll be playing Chelsea, who are in their uh, have won the last three FA Cup titles. Yeah, it's a hell
0: of a it's a hell of a uh, so it's, it's a, a big, hell of a team to come up against.
1: <laughs> and they're still a they're on for the double as well, obviously. Um, so. Chelsea. So it's going to be very tough. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll be. Tuning in for that one on May the fourteenth, um, because I think that's uh, an exciting thing. And Manchester United have gone from strength to strength. Obviously, um, their profiles probably raised quite a lot with players like Mary Earps and Leslie Russo doing so well, yep. Manella um, Toon doing so well yeah, um, yeah. for England Women last year. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're really, really pleased that that both both uh, teams in the, for Manchester United are doing.
0: Doing so well, yeah. We're doing. What a positive way to end the podcast. Oh, I obviously. reckon. I reckon it's been good. It's been a while. It's yeah. been good. Um, at some point, we're going to have to announce properly that we're doing a quiz. But more of that in a later <laughs> date. That's, <no>, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the most low-key quiz
1: advert I've ever heard. I know. Um,
0: I know. We're going to have to do something with that
1: at some well, point. Well, what, but... what you could do, Luke, is if we get a tweet out. Uh, before we publish this podcast, then we could say now, go and check our Twitter for a link to the, the quiz. Yeah,
0: link to the quiz at touch touchline run. All information there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you could get go.
2: an advert like, you know, before the day before the quiz. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be eventually what we're aiming to do. I mean... I should probably say that it's definitely, a it's a football quiz, obviously. I mean that it's meant to be we should obviously also mention that none of it's been written <laughs> <laughs> very true although and i did, put a, I did put a quiz
2: question in the group the other day that everybody did ignore so thank you for that i do appreciate it and feel <laughs> yeah welcome. that's where we're at so we're thank
0: you. you this is where if if you said to me where where are we at with the quiz preparation i'd be like well i've been ignoring nathan i don't know what to tell you <laughs> 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 that's where <laughs> I'm. That's right. did
2: keeps on asking questions proposing questions and stuff it was
0: really, and I've se- I've secured a venue though for those interested in keeping along tags well, at home. so that's bad. fine. We've got that.
1: Yeah, arguably more and more important. Um, we'll just show up at the venue and just stand there with empty clipboards in front of us.
0: Yeah, I mean, for anyone listening to this, you must really like this podcast if you're still listening now, because this is usually <laughs> towards the end of the podcast. Do you know what I mean? It's the point where you go, no one's listening anymore. So if you are listening, you deserve to know uh, that Mitchell Lewis Gadd, the beloved, um, will be there in person. I he, know, in actual person, like real life Mitchell Gadd.
2: For a real life
0: person. Yeah, for the, you can all touch him. The way you from have Australia. to ask him first. He's he's flying in, sp- especially for this. So he's flight He lands a, an hour before the quiz starts, and he all leaves. on
1: the touchline. Rant credit card, obviously.
0: Yeah. Thank you to our sponsors. Um, Colgate (laughs) 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 flying in Mitchell
1: Imagine if they Um, actually sponsored us now because they were like, oh shit, I heard on this podcast that we're sponsoring it, should we send them some money?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know how contracts work, but I think that's how it is So I'm just gonna say yeah Perfect. that I'm gonna be. Um... If,
2: if that's the way we're, should we should we? I'm not saying Colgate haven't got the money, but should we just be aiming a little bit higher?
0: <laughs> no, Nathan is just reject like me rejecting Fame and Fortune. He's Aquafresh. rejecting Colgate. Like what? what were, Aquafresh were the ones with the cool song, weren't they? Not cool. Cool's the wrong word because uh, the, the catchy, the catchy part Should we it. go with catchy, catchy? Yeah, yeah. I think the
1: whole thing was that they were cool and minty fresh or something like that.
0: I can't three remember. stripes connected. Fa- oh. <laughs> it's three different are. colors on the toothpaste, wasn't it? Yeah. But then I when you what? squeezed it out of the toothpaste, it was just, Just it was I some... what? This is how
2: Alice in Wonderland felt when she fell down the rabbit hole. Yeah. General curiosity.
1: Aquafresh, if you're listening, this sort of amazing product uh, placement is exactly the sort of thing you can expect if you sponsor us. So. Week in, week
0: out. Cold. Yeah. Even Aquafresh. Yeah, I mean, get us in the fucking advert. Right. look, there's (laughs) the (laughs) tweedles. Thank you very much, gentlemen. This is, I mean, it's gone right at the end, but we did well to keep it together because there's a lot. We got this far, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We should be proud. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Steve, say goodbye. Goodbye. And it's a bye from me. Bye. Bye.
1: This is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rant's latest podcast. Back of the net.
2: Touchline, a touchline rant. This is a touchline, a touchline rant. A touchline, a touchline red. Oh,
1: touch touchline touch red.